1: Coming up on this edition of Locked on Wizards, Washington football team has breaking news. Dwayne Haskins benched talking around what's going on with the Washington football team and the NFL. Plus the WNBA 2020 champs are here, the Seattle storm and discussing some of the historic honors around the big accomplishment of winning the 2020 championship. And then over in the basketball world looking at the Washington Wizards and one player that is doing something pretty exceptional off the floor. All those details and more right here on this edition of Locked on Wizards. Everyone and welcome to today's edition of Locked On Wizards. I'm your host, Renee Washington, and today's episode is brought to you by RockAuto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need. Well, there's been a lot going on in the sports world over the course of this week between basketball, hockey, baseball, football you name it a lot of exciting breaking news. In the NFL, it's also been some craziness around a number of tests coming positive around NFL players and staff members, specifically looking at the Patriots, looking at the Titans. I don't know what is going on. You would think that after one player tests positive, or especially for the Titans with the number of players and staff members that tested positive at the end of last week, that people would be a little bit smarter. And for the Patriots, you actually had Stefan Gilmore tested positive on Wednesday after testing positive on Monday and Tuesday. Following Cam Newton's positive test, the Patriots did testing and everybody came back negative. Well, Wednesday, he tested positive. So what are you doing? Now, we do know that sometimes it may take symptoms time to show up. It could be asymptomatic, blah, blah, blah. But it just makes you wonder. I know Patrick Mahomes was quoted talking about, he did a high five with Stefan Gilmore, and it was, quote, a mental lapse. I mean, you really have to be careful. You really have to be careful because for these players in the NFL specifically, since they don't have a bubble, it's very easy for a player to be a negative test one day and a positive test the next day. So you have to make sure that you are finding ways to be safe, minimizing contact, wearing your, your face masks. We know the league's been uh, giving a lot of fines out for those that are not wearing face masks on the sideline. The Patriots did cancel their practice Wednesday. You know, protocol is is in effect. The Titans, another team that right now has a number of positive cases that just keep coming out. And so it makes you wonder, is the NFL going to be able to sustain playing around COVID-19? I hope so. I hope they find a way. I hope it's similar to what we saw in Major League Baseball, where in the beginning, especially around the Marlins, there were a lot of positive tests that were coming back. But then once you had that moment of so many people testing positive it was either a matter of like sink or swim we're either going to commit to this do what we have to do so we're not testing positive or potentially run the risk of the league having to postpone or, or cancel for the season around covid hopefully the first of the options and not the second but we'll keep an eye on how that's progressing that's not the only breaking news that came out around the nfl this week specifically wednesday Now we had talked about Dwayne Haskins and the Washington football team on Monday. I kid you not. We had the conversation around Ron Veer saying that Dwayne Haskins has to be able to find ways for either him to score or to help the offense score to be a starting quarterback in this league and how he needs to figure it out. And even looking at that play, we talked about on Monday when in the fourth quarter, the team was down by 18, I believe at the time had a chance to settle for a field goal, well, the decision was made to keep the offense on the field. They waved the special teams off. Offense stays on the field. Dwayne Haskins not able to convert on the fourth down. And that was possibly the moment he failed that test and might have been the decision that led to Wednesday's news that he's benched. Not only is Dwayne Haskins benched, he's not even the number two option. He has been moved to the third string quarterback. The Washington football team named Kyle Allen, the starting quarterback, for the game versus the Rams this upcoming weekend on Sunday. And it just leaves you scratching your head. Yes, the Washington football team's off to a one and three start. They are in a terrible NFC East right now. And even as an Eagles fan, I can fully say that NFC East is the worst division in the league. But is it justified to bench Dwayne Haskins is my question. We know that the Washington football team has been struggling. We know that Dwayne Haskins has been struggling. But something that stood out to me is we know, and this actually, I was, I was reading a story that really had me thinking it like gave some great perspective. And it was just discussing the history of quarterbacks for the Washington football team, looking at players like RG three, Jason Campbell, Patrick Ramsey, the list goes on and on quarterbacks that have literally had their career tank playing for what was the Redskins and now the Washington football team. For some reason, quarterbacks just cannot seem to get it right. We've seen some of the biggest names, RG3 being one of them, coming into the league. All these expectations gets into the Washington football team's organization, and something about the organization is just destroying their career before it even fully starts. Dwayne Haskins, looking at his career overall, whew, it's, it's just crazy to me. He had 11 starts, 13 appearances over the last, 13 months, so a little over a year. He has had less than 350 pass attempts played under three different coaches. And this all happened in the span of just over a year since he's been drafted at that number 15 overall pick. I mean, is that too fast to pull the plug? This is the team. It's not like everybody around him is playing well, but him. This is the team as a whole that has been struggling, to say the least. With a lot of changes, a lot of moving parts, different coaches coming in. Ron Rivera Rivera makes coach number three for this team. In Haskins' time, being in Washington alone, and you pull the plug. Yes, he's young. Yes, he's been making mistakes. Yes, he's, he's learning on the fly. But I don't know that that's the answer. I don't think that moving him out of that starting spot, even to the number three spot, and pushing Kyle Allen to that number one spot, Alex Smith is sitting as the backup quarterback and Ron Rivera was saying that it's because Alex Smith knows what it takes to be a backup quarterback, whatever that means. But overall, I don't think this is the move, to be honest. So Ron Rivera spoke on it. He said, we're in a situation where if we're still trying to teach one guy and the other 52 aren't given an opportunity to see if we can win, then that's not fair. He said, if someone in the division was 4-0 or 3-1 and okay but there's a chance to win the division you have to look at it that way listen the Washington football team has been a dumpster fire for a little bit now of just so much change not figuring it out and Dwayne Haskins is honestly a product of that And the way that he's playing is because when has he had a chance to get any sort of continuity and get going on this team the team has had so much change, even bringing in new coaches, bringing in new offensive coordinator. The offensive coordinator, who of which, by the way, has worked with Kyle Allen. The offensive coordinator has worked worked with Kyle Allen. Scott Turner worked with him in 2019 when he was the quarterback with the Panthers. And by no surprise, hmm, here we have just a few games in, three games in, and. Haskins is out and Allen is in so it makes you wonder if he was already set up to fail if this was the plan overall bringing Kyle Allen in which they they traded for they moved pieces they they made a way to bring Kyle Allen in and to bring in a quarterback I mean when that when Allen was brought in and it made you wonder why is he being brought in and this is why the plan was always in my opinion to move out Dwayne Haskins But it's just a shame because he really got the short end of the stick. I'm not saying he was perfect. I'm not saying he showed that he definitely deserved to be in that spot. But there are plenty of young quarterbacks in this league that are doing worse, that have been given more time, that have been on a better team and struggled worse. I mean, the Washington football team has, as a whole, not been performing well. Again, I go back to what I said before. If his receivers, his running back, his offensive line, if everybody was playing well except Dwayne Haskins, that's one thing. But to have so much changing, he's still learning with the new offensive coordinator. He's still learning with the new philosophies of the team. The team's supposed to be changing to find winning ways and a winning culture. Yet three games in, he's out. What was he really expected to do against the Ravens? Let's be honest. You're playing a top team. You're playing a playoff team. You're playing a team that has potential to be a Super Bowl contender this year. What was he expected to do against them? I mean, at the end of the day, I don't think he's underperforming in too drastically. His numbers can, of course, be better. But you look at some other quarterbacks around the league, I'm, I mean, I don't know how long you give him to figure it out. But three games in just seems a little bit early to start pulling the plug. But hey, I know it's a cutthroat situation as the coach and as the quarterback, you get the majority of the blame without a doubt. And that's what's happening here. The Washington football team in the last not just year, but in the last year, he's been a a common thread that you can point to as being an, an issue behind why the team is struggling. So sitting at one and three, Ron Revere is hoping that moving Kyle Allen to that starting spot against the Rams on Sunday will help them be able to be a team that is coming out of the NFC East. I don't know. Again, the NFC East is definitely up for grabs the way that the Cowboys, the Windless Giants, and the Eagles are playing, but is this the answer? Personally, I don't think so, but we'll see what happens. I have been right sometimes on this show. I've had some hiccups where I've been wrong. Don't get me wrong, but I have been right a lot of times. In fact, we were just talking about Dwayne Haskins' job being in jeopardy on Monday, and here we are on Thursday. His job is, is, is lost. It's been taken from him. He's been benched, not even as a backup, all the way down to number three. So, I would not have called that he'd be moved to the third string, but I definitely was saying his job's on the line. So sometimes I'm right, and we'll get into some more here on Locked on Wizards as we continue talking around what's been going on in sports this week with all the excitement going on on the field, on the court, and around sports, and off the floor as well here on Locked on Wizards. This episode of Locked on Wizards is brought to you by RockAuto.com. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. And you can go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. And they have everything, guys. Everything from edging control modules, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. So whether it's for your classic or daily driver, or maybe you're a do-it-yourselfer, you can get all the parts you need. With a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. I don't know what gets much better than that. Delivered to your door, sign me up. Well, the rockauto.com catalog is easy to navigate and you can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle, choose the best brands and prices you prefer. So best of all, prices are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. So why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? I don't think it makes sense. I'm a bargain shopper. I'm all for saving. You should be too. So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us section so they know that we here at Locked On Wizard sent you. Again, it's amazingly low prices, a great selection, and all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. Go check it out.
0: Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: Renee Washington here, host of Locked On Wizards. We were just talking around the news that broke on Wednesday. Dwayne Haskins Jr. benched. Not even demoted to the number two spot, but he is the third string quarterback for the Washington football team. Let me know what your thoughts are. If you feel like he got a raw deal in this, if it was justified, personally, again, my thoughts too soon, pulled the plug too soon, but also I don't think it was justified given the fact that there's a lot going on right now in the Washington football team on and off the field. Let's not act like those sexual harassment issues and the fact they still don't have a name after removing the Redskins name from their team, all these other issues that are going on off the field as well. I don't think you putting a bandaid over this broken bone is going to help. So you like that analogy I did there. Uh, So I don't think this is the answer, but Hey, again, like I said, sometimes I've been wrong, not a lot, but sometimes. So let's get into what's going on across basketball. Heading into Thursday, We are potentially 24 hours away from the 2020 NBA champs in less than 24 hours because Friday night at 9 p.m. Eastern time, the Heat and Lakers tip off for game five. The Lakers up three to one. I called that. Now in our Tuesday edition of the show, in my predictions, I did say the Lakers are not only going to win. I said they would win by 15. Okay. I was wrong about that. They won by six. Six fifteen, 15, same difference. I did also say that LeBron James was going to have a double-double. I predicted like a 35-point game double-double. LeBron James had 28 points, 12 rebounds. Not terribly off there. Anthony Davis, who I knew was also going to have to have a big game after having a third, a game three, uh, just all-around average, I, I should say below average performance, finished with 22 on the night. I mean, the Lakers, in my opinion, were going to do all it took to win this game coming back off of a very poor effort in game three, their defense was better their, They were knocking down shots. They were playing with more intensity. You know, you could see they were more focused coming into this game. And surprisingly enough, I, I saw some news that came out around the series that actually the Lakers heat finals series are having historically low ratings. That's pretty interesting. You know, I feel like with basketball having been on pause for so long that so many people would be excited to watch the finals, regardless if you know who's going to win or not. I feel like more people are going to be excited because, first of all, it's less people that are at the games, for whatever that's worth, but also the fact that this is going to be it for basketball for a little while until the new season begins, which as of now is predicted to start tentatively in January. So it's October. This this could be our final games that we're watching. I know I'm not going to say any names, but there are some people that are close to me. Just say family that have been recording the Lakers games <laughs> for that exact reason because it's like we're not gonna have any basketball to watch until January. Don't know what's gonna happen with college hoops. We don't know if we're gonna be able to watch any basketball. So I'm gonna w- record these games so that we can rewatch all the excitement. I, again, I won't put those names out there, but you know, I'm basketballs and sports are he- very heavy in my family, and so uh, we go, we're serious about what we're doing here. So I'm very surprised the l- the numbers have been lower. But I wonder if it's because people know the Lakers are winning, they're going to win it. And they're just not as interested knowing that it's going to be another championship for LeBron number four, and that they are going to be able to end this pretty soon. So I have been saying in five and at six at the most, the Lakers are also wearing the black Mamba jerseys for game five. So if you weren't already convinced they were going to win game five, they have yet to lose wearing those jerseys. They talked about it before Anthony Davis was speaking on the fact that they have a pride to honor Kobe the right way when wearing those jerseys. It's not that they think they're invincible. It's not that they think they're unbeatable. It's the fact that they don't want to disrespect the, the legacy of Kobe wearing those black jerseys. And they feel like if they're wearing the black mama jerseys and they lose, it's a disservice to who Kobe Bryant wasn't what he stood for. So they kind of have a little extra pep in their step heading into games knowing they they're going to be representing and honoring Kobe in their Black Mamba jerseys. So again, we've been saying the storylines there are incredible around and it's unfortunate, of course. Um it's not incredible in a good way, but after Kobe Bryant's tragic death, the fact that the Lakers are doing this for Kobe, everybody's been doing this for Kobe, but it's a lot more of a you know, if you're winning as a Lakers player to bring the championship back to LA when the last time the Lakers won was in 2010 and it was Kobe Bryant that not only got MVP, but led them to that championship to now have a chance to honor him in the best way possible by bringing a championship back to the city. So I know that for the Lakers heading into game five, there's definitely going to be some extra, extra, extra motivation there. And I don't see them losing this game. For the Heat, they did have Bam Adebayo back on the floor, which was an encouraging sight to see. Of course, we knew Goran Dragic probably out for the season of the remainder of the series. Excuse me. I know we did talk about that on Tuesday as well. Jimmy Butler, as I was saying before, is going to have to have a 40-point game performance to lead this team like he did in game in game four. Excuse me, game three. And we saw in game four. He, he played well. Jimmy Butler has been playing incredibly out of his mind. Honestly, he has. It's just that the Heat are not playing to the best of their ability. They're not 100% healthy. And then on top of that, you look at game four, when they had 14 opportunities, 14 three-point attempts, and only made three of them. The biggest key for the Heat's success has been their shooting, their ability to knock down shots from the perimeter and from beyond the arc, players like Tyler Hero, of course, Jimmy Butler, Goran Dragic, who's not, of course, playing, Duncan Robinson, and a big factor in their loss was they weren't doing what they do best, which is scoring from the three, knocking down three-pointers. And to finish the, the game with just below 40%, below 40% shooting from the three is un, unacceptable. And that's their, that's their strength. That's their bread and butter. So aside from just injuries, they're not knocking down shots. And you have to wonder how much of that is because Goran Jojic is not there and and there's more pressure on players like Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson. I don't know, but either way, they're just not already at a disadvantage in my opinion since the Lakers have the two best players on the floor, depending on if Anthony Davis is playing like he should on their team. Then you add in the fact that their one strength that makes them a championship contender is their ability to knock down shots, and they haven't been doing it. But you have to look at the Lakers' defense for that. You've got players closing you down like Anthony Davis. I mean, the Rondo, Caruso, Kuzma, or Kuzma. Um, those players, those role players, have also been doing a great job defensively. Anthony Davis, his defense has been immaculate, especially in game four. LeBron James brings a great defense, so they don't have as many open looks. There's more pressure on Jimmy Butler and Tyler Hero, who are the two players that have the ball in their hand more. And honestly, you see them falling, coming up shorthanded because of it and falling short of, of being able to put together enough of a full game because they don't have the firepower, the, the depth, the versatility that has been able to get them to this point. So we'll see what happens. Game five is Friday, 9 p.m. Eastern time to see if the Lakers can close out, win the series, and be named the 2020 NBA champions. Well, we do also have some other champions in the WNBA. The Seattle Storm got to give a shout out to the Seattle Storm winning their fourth championship in franchise history for Stewie Brianna Stewart and the Storm the second in three years. And the incredible part about it is, of course, we know two years ago, which would have been in 2018, the Seattle Storm swept the Washington Mystics. They win the championship, and we had the devastating injury Brianna Stewart out all of last year comes back. It's the question of how will she return? You had a major injury. How will you be back? Achilles injuries are never easy to recover from. And it was something that everybody was wondering coming into the season. What will she look like? What will the storm look like? How will they match up this year? Well, I think they matched up pretty well as they were the ones celebrating with confetti falling from the sky with bottles of champagne. They, safe to say they, they did pretty well. And not only did they do that, they swept the aces. It was a quick three and out as they had a chance to sweep them and claim the 2020 championship. A lot of historic moments and accomplishments came through that. Looking first at Brianna Stewart, her, she's been in six WNBA finals games over two seasons between 2018 and 2020. And in those six, six wins, no losses since they swept the Mystics in 2018 and they swept the Aces again. That's two championships. She's been named finals MVP both times. And she's only 26 years old, a lot to accomplish by 26. And she's got more that she's, that she has accomplished, including four championships when she was at UConn. Don't forget, don't forget her four championships at UConn. And then all this around an Achilles injury that had her sitting out all of last year. I mean, she is a monster and she is something else. We are watching a legend in the making, players like her. And then of course, players like her teammate, Sue Bird, another legend. I mean, she turns 40 in like a week. And Sue Bird honestly is playing her passing. The way she sees the floor, She, you can't tell me she's 39 years old. And she's still setting records. Sue Bird, Bird, excuse me, set a record for most assists in a single playoff game Friday of last week, 16. The previous record, which was actually her record of 11, uh, she beat that finished with 16 assists. That was game one of the finals. And she wasn't done then. I mean, Superd is incredible. 17 seasons in the WNBA. And again, she looks like she is still in her first years. You know, she doesn't seem like she's slowing down anytime. I know she said she's not physically what she was when she was 21. She feels like younger players now, when they play against her, probably think this is how she's always been but there was a faster version, a faster, quicker version did exist, but she wasn't as smart. And I like that quote because she she may not be as fast. She may not be as quick, but she's a smarter player. She's wiser, which is a common word we use when people are getting older. She's wiser, but honestly she is her 16 assists in game one. She just finds ways. She sees the court so well. She's got no look passes. She's got the ability to off a dime, split defenders with a bounce pass with whatever it is. It's incredible to watch. It's Legendary. And so for the storm in winning this finals, Sue Bird became the third player, not only in WNBA history, but also NBA history, to win titles in three different decades. Just let that sink in. Across the NBA and the WNBA, she is one of three players to have won titles in three different decades. She won in 2004, 2010, 2018. And now 2020, that is incredible. Incredible. All the history that this team made. So the storm joined the Houston Comets, who I used to love the Houston Comets. They need to bring back the Houston Comets and the Minnesota Lynx for the most titles in league history with four. Brianna Stewart became the fifth player to win multiple finals MVP awards. I mean, they just racked up, but the most important award and honor they got had to be being named the 2020 champions and for Sue Bird to join players like Tim Duncan to be named as one of the only players to ever win in multiple decades you love to see it you love to see all the history being made as we're watching it happen and play out so shout out to the Seattle Storm for winning the 2020 WNBA championship I know we had talked about the WNBA on prior episodes of Locked on Wizards. Well, the season's over. We were wondering who was going to be the last team standing. It was Sue Brianna Stewart, and the Seattle Storm. Legendary, honestly, and I don't think they're done yet. We'll see what happens moving forward. So we've also got to see what's happening moving forward around a Wizards player who's not only really doing something pretty spectacular on the floor, but off the court as well. See which player has been up to something pretty great lately and finding a way to pave a unique path off the court right here on Locked On Wizards. Let me tell you guys about the delicious treat that's going to allow you to snack healthy. That's right, you can do both. If you know me, you know I have a sweet tooth. I enjoy cupcakes, cookies, brownies, all the sweets. And Built Bar actually has delicious flavors Let me just run down some of my favorites cookies and cream double chocolate mint brownie salted caramel yes caramel not caramel and peanut butter brownie delicious all bars are covered in 100 chocolate they're soft and easy to chew and they're healthy so it's great if you are on a keto diet or working to lose or maintain weight you can do all that while snacking on a delicious treat they're low calorie low sugar high protein high fiber and i definitely recommend built bar so if you head over to builtbar.com and use the promo code locked on you'll get ten dollars off your next order. Now you can save money, eat healthy, and eat delicious. Doesn't get any better than that. So go ahead on over to buildbar.com to try the best tasting protein bars. And I can guarantee you, from me to you, you will not regret it.
0: The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up
1: It's Thursday. It's another edition of Locked on Wizards, and I'm your host, Renee Washington. We've had a chance to talk around Dwayne Haskins Jr. out, benched, not only moved to number two, but actually to number three as the third string quarterback for the Washington football team. Also, some incredibly shocking news around the continued positive tests coming around the league. And then also in basketball, looking at the Lakers as they could potentially be winning game five in the Black Mama jerseys on Friday night and the Seattle Storm. Who clinched their fourth franchise title? Breonna Stewart, 2020 Finals MVP. Sue Bird making all types of historic accomplishments and breaking records in this finals run. And the Seattle Storm named the 2020 WNBA Champs. So now we've got to get into someone else that is, I'm not, this is not history, but it's pretty exciting to watch. And that's Troy Brown Brown Jr. I don't know if you guys have been paying attention to what he's been doing off the floor, but he actually has been expanding his career. We saw in the bubble, Troy Brown Jr. had his show, Ballin' in the Bubble, which he was giving us behind-the-scenes looks at what the Wizards were doing off the floor, different sneakers that players were rocking, their shoe game he was talking about, you know, and showing the different procedures that they had to go through and, and behind the scenes of scrimmages and training and pr- just so many different things meals it was it was awesome to see and honestly not only was it awesome to see what the wizards were doing but it was also awesome to see how troy brown jr was emerging in this role as being like a broadcaster in, in his own right and even when asked about it i know we talked about this on the show before mentioned that hey you know what who knows this there's there could be potential for me to do this in the future as a career change to stay involved in in basketball as a broadcaster which we see a number of players do of course and we got to see him kind of grow in that role as a vlogger and as someone that was being more of like an on-camera personality and also his filming and editing skills which is not easy by the way as someone who's who does it regularly um every day it's not easy at all so it was pretty awesome to see the personality-driven content he was bringing and just bringing some sort of perspective and behind-the-scenes look. So I, I feel like we got to get into it. We've been talking so heavily around Bradley Beal, Jod Wall, the trade rumors. We've got plenty of episodes to get into those because every day it's a different trade rumor. Every day it's a different team that Bradley Beal is rumored to be potentially moving to. So we've got plenty of time for speculation and hypotheticals around that. But looking at Troy Brown Jr., He has announced he's joining basketball news team. So he's actually going to be posting a vlog, hosting a podcast, writing articles, really embracing that role as a broadcaster in his show Life Outside the NBA. So this is what Troy Brown Jr. shared around his new role in his new vlog.
0: I'm here right now to let you guys know that I've officially partnered with basketballnews.com to bring you guys these vlogs right here and also to bring you guys new content and more vlogs. I'm also going to be doing articles with them and I'm going to have my own podcast. So make sure you guys go check it out at basketballnews.com. Other than that, please like, comment, and subscribe. And I'll see you guys later. Peace out.
1: I love it. I love to see it because why not? Why not expand, especially something that a lot of times I feel like as an athlete, you get this, there's this concept and idea that you have to just be an athlete. I know we've been talking around hashtag more than an athlete, but it's in so many different ways. It's not just in ways of, of advocating and speaking up on social justice and for social justice and speaking up for change. It's also being more than an athlete and diversifying who you are as an athlete. So I know even like when I used to play college soccer and, and transitioning through being an athlete myself, you know, a lot of times you see other you see athletes that are just focused on their sport. And when you have other talents, when you have the ability to work in other areas, why not? As long as it doesn't take away from what you're doing in your in your main passion and your main career, why not have some side hustles? Why not be growing your career as an athlete while you're also growing your career as a broadcaster? I mean, we're, we've been seeing Draymond Green, for example, who has been actively or was actually joining NBA and, and joining on TNT around the uh, shows with Shaq and Charles and Ernie and, and really being able to bring in some great perspective that he was joining with, with those three, Kenny, that now we, we've been really seeing him take on that role. He's been leading interviews. We saw him uh, virtually joining in the bubble through like a hologram interview. It was cool to see, And so if a player has a passion to take that career path, potentially when they're done their basketball career, why not? At some point, you're going to get old and retired and you're going to be like me where your knees are cracking and bones are cracking every time you move the wrong way. Why not find a a way to open up those doors of opportunity? So at just 21 years old, he's still so young. He's not fully saying he's done playing basketball. But he's just he's going to be doing more he's more than an athlete and i love 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 the idea of life outside the nba because it's great for giving perspective and troy brown jr did also post an awesome video of him surprising his dad i loved it he was saying he tweeted out quote my family means the world to me so it meant everything to surprise my dad with a brand new truck that's exactly what he did he told his dad they were going out to the store surprise you've got a new truck i mean. First of all, I love that. That's, that's always a great feeling when as a player, or even as anyone, you have the ability to now provide and give back to your parents as a thank you for all they've done. You know, they're a big reason why you are who you are. So to be able to thank them and provide them with some sort of gift that shows them just how much, you know, their support, love, encouragement means to you, it's always incredible. It's always those heartfelt moments. So Troy Brown Jr. did surprise his dad with a brand new truck. And that was in the debut episode of his new show, Life Outside the NBA. So I definitely recommend subscribing, checking it out, and keeping up to date with all he's got going on as he gives us a great perspective of his life outside the NBA. So guys, while you're subscribing to his show, if you haven't already subscribed to Lock On Wizard so you can keep up with all we've got, shameless plug, going on on the show each and every day. Plenty to get into as we're nearing the NBA draft, as we're nearing who's going to be crowned the 2020 NBA champion as we're talking around the off-season, roster moves, trade rumors, so much more to get into here on Locked on Wizards. So you know in our Friday edition, we've got to end the week on a high note with some great inside news stories, perspective. So you don't want to miss it here because I've got a good one for you guys on Friday, and I am excited to get into what's going on around the Wizards, as always. So hit that subscribe button. Keep up with what we've got going on. Have a great rest of your Thursday. I'm your host, Renee Washington. And I look forward to seeing you right back here on Locked On Wizards as we wrap up this week with our Friday edition. See you guys next time. Washington out.
0: Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music.